Welcome, welcome to my lovely IHP community. Today's channeled guidance is a little bit more channeled than talking. And that's for my 5D collective. Any one of you who is here would be a person that is unconditionally loving. You do understand that people have their journey and so that our loved ones right now are in the middle <clears throat> my throat again um, in the middle of a very important time of their life and we're going to start with the end of the month stuff I have a couple new pieces of content one of which I don't know if I'll have another one before this one because these are all pre-recorded but I actually put a new little music on for that one. That one might move into our paid subscription-based model content, and I might not put the music, I don't know, but it's uh, one that came to mind to do because 5D is essentially a person who's accessed their integrated mind. And so you are infinite in your consciousness because you're able to maintain your equanimity, you're able to come back and talk about something if you're reactive or even in the minute that it happens. So nobody is a test subject. I use this word because I met a lot of people throughout the years and they have this way about talking. And I've used the word, oh, that'll be intriguing, that'll be interesting. And as a teenager too, like, huh, I wonder how somebody thinks. So in a similar modality, but not in a way of, I'm using you as my test subjects, which is actually what some people will have, you know, they tease, but they're like, oh, you can use me as your test subject. It's like, no, not really. I mean, I mean, yes, I use my stories of my life. So yeah, for sure. I do talk about aspects and some people have also come and said, ah, I don't want you to do that. I don't mention names. So don't worry. And it's my life and it's my episode and if you're going to present to me some type of I don't even know what this is again you're you don't have to worry names aren't there so there's no privacy being in any way shape or form obstructed so get off my ass basically or I don't know we can stop interacting right now if you want and never interact again I'm okay with that too I'm not going to be pushed into something that is unnecessary because I mean, this is the part about like pictures. If I'm randomly taking a picture and it's from far, far away and there are 10 people, I'm not going to be like, hey, 10 people over there. Do you mind if I... No. If I'm in proximity because I'm in a group setting out of the respect of the group, I will have to do it because we got a bunch of ego-sensitive people. And I'm serious because, see, to me, if I end up in a picture, unless I got something to hide, what's the big deal? I even have pictures where I look horrible in them. It's okay. I'm allowed to look horrible. If I can get to it before it's published and say, hey, can you pick a picture that I look better in? That would be nice, but I'm not going to get into my ass about it and be like, you're disrespecting me now. Oh, my gosh, let me go and make a big... So everyone has a different opinion. And on that note, by the way, <clears throat> there are what are called uh, people who are parents, right? So right here is where we got, I'm not a parent, 
thank goodness that I'm not a parent because, I mean, I don't know where we're headed, but I know that I'm trying to save the air and food and water and it doesn't seem like people that are in our system really are tending to that as quickly as they could because they're too busy in the middle of, I don't even know why time has stopped for some of them except for various hypotheses, which I've heard, and I'm not going to go down that path. So back to our relationships. And uh, if you have two parents, they are two. And if one is going to give up interest completely and they make it clear, there you go. But if they don't, and this is the unfortunate part of adaptive children being grown-ups is that they don't actually care about the infant in the middle because if they did, they would not insult each other. They would not put each other to the side because of money. They would not do anything that would remove one of the two to be a, a, unless it's physically life-threatening. And obviously here's where that is one of those, and so again, I'm not a parent, but uh, this is one of those very unpleasant situations, which is very sad for the infant. For those of us who are functional adults, we don't really have as much concern with the two grown-ups who chose to create and bear a child and that needed to go to therapy before maybe they even began having children. You know, like there's all these things that will come to the mind of a person who sees the poor infant who's subject to the parents who do not know how to handle themselves like functional adults and want to tell those of us who can be calm if we want to that no apparently we are emotionless no we're not emotionless it's called mastery of our emotional plane two different stories it's called being able to use your mouth while being looked at and treated in certain ways and know exactly what you're choosing to bring forth which is the best version of yourself because we're an advanced species, are we not? Or I mean, some people say we're not, but I'd say otherwise from a 5D perspective. So again, no human being is a test subject. And if people are in any kind of relationship, treating each other as if they were, it's kind of very, if not more, concerning than anything. And putting in the middle a poor infant, it's, you know. So again, the people who care, we don't have a prejudice or an opinion per se. We have an idea of what would be the well-being of the infant and the two human beings, and or more, however it is, that have created a household. Safe havens and secure bases are created with, at the very least, one-third alignment, and that means a tuning, which means you know how to keep your nervous system regulated. So you've resolved your insecure attachment style, your unresolved trauma, you've resolved behaviors that are not in a ventral vagal state. I don't, again, this is something we're going to put it to the side, but relationships overall, they come either from functional adults or not. The ability to be compassionate and yet firm go hand in hand, even though once the firmness is present, the compassion is kind of very much masked because by the time a person who can see clearly is trying to nicely explain themselves and nicely, quote-unquote, they're basically kind of, you know, doing something that an adaptive child doesn't know how to emotionally handle. By the time we get firm, it's because we've been brought to the extent of having to be there. And that's only if we didn't get triggered first, because sometimes we get triggered too. 
and that doesn't ever look good like anybody else who gets triggered and we apologize though this is a difference we actually don't say oh what a great job that i accidentally snapped uh, while you're yelling over your head at me no i'm gonna hug you make sure we're good and make sure that it doesn't happen again on my end and that's because now that i know that i have an adaptive child in front of me i know that anything that they're saying is the two-year-old who wants the floor by the way so it's going to be very easy for the functional adult to hand over the floor to those who need to prove themselves right by themselves by the way and we get to hear their food for thought in the meantime so again nobody's a test subject because they're not going to be trying to change or analyze the human being who's being and doing it da, 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 da. okay so having shared this stuff because there's a lot of fishy air business in the air besides love we got fishiness as well the fishy business involves as always our lovely lovely 4d collective 3d collective and the energies that are navigating hell because they are in a misalignment within their uh, mental energetic slash emotional physical body their uh, entire inner world hold value system and their actual heart base joy essence of life system they can do any of the yoga they want and be whatever mastery of yoga if they don't turn around and love humanity yeah i would say they still have a lot more to do because they don't know how to be a human being in their relationships 101 with their ventral vagal state so when that neighbor again throws shit in your face your first thing is oh shit is my neighbor okay because i know i'm wiping it off my face right now and i'm okay it's like instinctive because usually if you're dead, you won't do any of that, right? So there you go. If you're, if you're hurt, you're like, oh, my hand, my hand, it's hurt, it's hurt. It's very simple what instinctive means once there's only shit on your face and nothing more. So when somebody insults you, again, it's not an actual, unless they pick a very specific, and they can. People in adoptive children states are in their transference energy, so they'll pick up if there's any type a little sliver of something their body picks it up because we pick up on each other and if that's the energy they want to be around if that's the type of conversation they're looking for this is the beauty of our nervous system so one seeks out something specific to bring out and that's why Ford likes to talk about people as energy vampires nobody has hooks on them though so there's not really that uh, unless you are controlled by other people's when it comes to your emotions which adaptive children are because their two-year-old is controlling them and that's not an adult. So again, the emotional triggers of a person who is a enlightenment soul age group is very, very, very few and far and in between and usually it will deal with something specific that they will immediately say, shit, sorry about that, uh, this is that thing, oh shit, you know, as you get practiced into calming yourself. The ones who stay within their undecisiveness. So people love to use the, I don't know, I can't maintain promises, I don't, I'm not worthy, I'm not anything. Let me just keep on navigating in the land of maybe, maybe, maybe one day. Yes, so they use their life in this way and it's very unfortunate to say the least. It doesn't have to be that way, you know. When I think of teenagers, I remember saying, wow, they're really using a lot of their time to do things they're not going to be needing as adults. Why aren't they reading more? Now I see teenagers and they're doing the same thing. And it's like, huh, I guess some people don't like to use their brain too much to actually learn stuff. 
Somehow, learning is not fun to them. Go figure. You'd think they'd be interested in education. Too busy with movies? Is that what it is? Well, maybe, but they could make better movies. You know what I've heard from people who don't want better movies? When they see the 5D verbiage, oh my gosh, we don't want this. I want the drama land movies. I need that one. Ah. Without recognizing it's called your body in a biochemistry of fear, rumination, a lot of other aspects that take place. And when you surround yourself, Lisa was talking about this since you're the brain that holds the score, your body's a scorecard. Basil van der Kolk talks about the body being the score because he tells you about how it's important for you to become familiar with the sensations of your body since unresolved trauma stored in the tissues and the muscles and the bones. Epigenetics is one of those fields integrating with other fields, of course. Some people don't believe in it, by the way. <clears throat> Some people don't even believe in the mirror neurons and they're subject matter experts. So you got different types of subject matter experts. And that's why we love learning, the 5DC person, and not using our loved ones as test subjects again, or humanity for that matter. But it is interesting that people don't love uh, learning educational material, but they do love spending time in, I mean, I love entertainment, don't get me wrong, action movies, anything that makes me laugh, do not give me other types, and sometimes I've had to endure those, and I have decided to consistently, for some things, not be nice and polite and say, I'm going to be rude, but I can't handle this. I don't want to handle this. I have no intention of exposing my body to this. If you don't understand how many more times and in how many different languages do you want me to repeat it? You think I don't like art? That's fine with me. I don't like art. I don't like, that's okay. I'm ignorant. I'm stupid. Go for it. How many more do you want to tell me before you allow me to leave right now because I said I don't want to watch? I'm acting like a two-year-old. Yes, and so are you. And so which one of us? Neither one of us. You go watch what you're enjoying, and I'm going to go do something that my body and mind enjoys. Thank you so much. And there you go. And that's an adult that can get called two-year-old by those who love movies that we will not watch because they're horrible and shitty, and they perpetuate the limited consciousness we see people using with each other. Go back to teenage land, and I'm like, ah, okay, now I know where they went. They went nowhere except for there. So <clears throat> it is straightforward when people are not exposed to more education. Some people actually even have the education, but they continue to fill their day when they're not doing anything with horrible, horrible actual conspiracy-type TV shows. And they expose themselves to human suffering, and then they go and point a finger. Those are the people that I'm going to say are evil, and I'm going to stand up in all my mighty might and say, here's how I'm changing the world, by pointing a finger at people who need a good somatic sensory motor therapist and pointing a finger at the system and making the conspiracy theories that I read over there become true as I keep on doing confirmation bias by watching TV shows and only looking at information that presents to me data in a very specific way, which utilizes verbiage from my specific data point. You know, what I love even more than anything is that we all have data points and people we go to. So yeah, I have a mix of verbiage. Can you tell? Sadhguru, somatics, trauma, holistic metaphysics, yoga. The yoga a little bit bad and not as good. Sadhguru, yes, yoga not as good. And I still use it out of context, which is why those who are empirically listening their stuff, oh, you don't make any sense, lady. Yes, not for you. In fact, not at all. 
uh, not for anyone who's in the adaptive child. Please go, shushu, go along. You're ego sensitive. This is what adaptive children do, which is why we say yes, we're stupid, and our brain is falling out of our ass, and we're okay with it, okay? And we'll go hang out with the flat earthers. Uh, they're the same as you are right now, by the way. Just, just saying. But it's okay because we'll go over there. I'm okay. I ain't falling down yet. So <clears throat> we have a sense of humor, and it's a good one. We're not stupid. We just like to be looked at as stupid so we can get away from what we consider very limited conversations. They're not even fun. They're not creative. All I have to do is turn on a shitty movie, and I get to hear what people talk about all day long. Seriously, I'm like, what is wrong with these people? And now what I saw was this one. There's a TV show. I was like, oh, that's a nice one. Now they're going to make that a trending topic, but at least the kids know how to handle themselves. It was this thing of, I used to think that he would be my boyfriend forever, but then, you know, life changes. So, of course, I'm open to everything that's going to come my way. It's like, wow, at least the movie's updated now. So there's a good feedback. It's kind of like when I watched Frozen and they allowed one of the two to be independent, the other one, and then, you know, the sister, you just met him, don't, you know, don't, don't go off and do, what are you doing here, he, he's, he's dangerous, and, you know, all that other stuff, whatever happened, I forget, frozen, but, as I was trying to point out, our societal culture is moving in a direction, so what happens when change is here, well, what we see, we got sides, and then we got stories, and we got funny people that make no sense whatsoever for those people over there, when you have nice relationships, what you get to do is this and that, and using a voice that remains in whatever degree and extent the voice can remain. Of course, uh, we all, again, have triggers. <clears throat> now, to get to our channeled guidances, and for those of you who are 5D, as I was saying, it would mean you're uncountry loving, so you are not complacent, but you are wise would mean you do not have test subject, what you have are loved ones, and what it means is you pick up at least on the immediate collective, which would be your oversoul, which is why we have the paid subscription-based model content, and I can't talk because my tongue is twisted and tied, and I'm trying to allow my throat to do a good job so that anybody who's new doesn't have to put up too much with the mm-hmms and ahas. And... Um, what you want to know is <clears throat> if you have moved beyond undecisiveness and so you're clear on what you want to create, then you're on a good path as well. And so any one of you who has become clear on what safe haven, secure-based relationships are, so this means that if you have people that do things like the movies, you hang out with them the same, you just don't watch a movie with them, that's all. And you call each other two-year-olds, that's it. And you stop staring, that's the extent it'll go. That is because you love each other unconditionally and there's an ability to agree to disagree, to say the whole fuck you, fuck you, and we're friends and everything and family and da-da-da. So the minute you've moved out of undecisiveness and you've moved into I know what I want for my future and you move into it, by growing up, you get out of that unworthiness, shame, defectiveness cycle. So you move into wisdom from the heart of you. You've chosen yourself. So you don't need a movie as a teenager, by the way, if you've already recognized that. Uh, we're like, yeah, I ain't choosing someone forever because the life of me won't change. If they stick around, it's good. If they don't, then I'm sure I'll find out. And that doesn't mean you don't hypothetically assume the future with those people. You know, some people... They move into their adulthood, they look back and they say, I wish my teenage 
would have stayed the same. I've heard people say this. These are my same age people. I'm 43. And I'm like, oh, no, I actually don't even remotely wish that at all. Like every one of the ones that has moved and scurried along, it's like, wow, I learned so much from you and I learned so much from myself and I'm so grateful for all of it. And thank goodness when I look back that I did not stay with the teenage person. <laughs> I mean, seriously, I'm sure it would have been beautiful, but I would not have, I don't know, I'm not there. So there you go. The part is we're not there anymore. Let's not relive it. We don't have to. We are where we are. And some people are like, no. I would have, but not with that person, with the person I'm with now, but as a teenager. And that way I could have been in that type of life for those years instead of... So here's where every person has a different relationship to their past relationships. If you are a good all on your own, it's because you have love in your body. And that's your ventral state integration of the mind so again our loved ones are not test subjects and they don't have to stick around and they're not people that we tell hey go live your life this way dude no no what do you wish what do you desire oh i'm going to support you anything that makes you happy except for if you do anything illegal no don't involve me in fact please if you love me you're going to keep me out of it and you're going to do whatever it can whatever you can to keep me out of it and actually if you really love me and want to be around you might get into a good line of business so that we can live within the system of people because we want to be with people not having to run away and it isn't a movie it's not a good movie if you're running away as outlaws right so i mean again no judgment to anyone by the way they can all regain their reinstitution of society if they and the reality is again movies people love movies when they talk about relationships don't they you know what i love even more are the ones who they actively move into their persona and they become like this movie thing and that one's a fascinating one i have to say because those of us who don't live in a persona, we wonder how the hell don't you become aware that you're living this thing you've created. So, if a person awakens to their wisdom, they expand. So let's talk about expansion. With those relationships, uh, anyone who moves into expansion, you never really look back and say, oh, if only that hadn't happened or not you will actually have a level of oneness with your story. So you actually see where everything fits. It's not about you liking or disliking. This is the part. It's about equanimity. So you can say, I would have preferred this. And that's exactly the example of those who say, I would have preferred having just the one teenage. They have that preference. They know why from their emotional and mental plane. And they can say why. The people who become personas, that's a very different story. They are not owners of their life. They are the ones who basically, uh, we're just going to leave them out of the picture. They live personas from the movies. So you see them in a very low energy. And they, their energy just keeps on lowering so when you have any person around you that is in complacency, that's an adaptive child who's accepted their sad, sad fate because they think of it as a sad fate. 
they will tell you how heartbroken they've been throughout their life and they will also tell you about every single one of the tragedies that has taken place and why they were, they'll, they'll just have a whole just go watch a drama movie you'll you'll see it because that's what ask them what their favorite movies are you'll you'll figure that one out too and so there you go again and and i do understand as Sadhguru points out life keeps trying to get you to live but eventually you're walking with one leg so they these people they're walking with one leg they don't know it some of them do yoga by the way uh, they just don't recognize how to get out of the monkey brain which is rumination and inner critic, outer critic. So the shame cycle, they've done nothing to get out of the adaptive child with the I'm unworthy, others aren't worthy. Oh my gosh, I regret the rest of my life. They regret so complacency. Uh, this is where you look to the past with this illusion and idea of, let's see, if only I had done what I wanted to dream of doing, if only I'd had this money, if only I'd went over here, if only I'd had done that, if only, if only, if only. And there you go. And so the best you can do when those people are there is to support them, not treat them like test subjects, please. They're not test subjects. They're people who need hugs and your actual genuine interest. Those who cannot or do not want to or think that is a waste of my time. Okay, so here's where... I'm going to give you a little bit of tidbit again. 5D is unconditional love, pure consciousness. It means you move into your third eye, your prefrontal cortex. There's music, excuse me, in the background. The window's open. It's hot. Um, this will mean that you're not in your mirror neurons, so you're not getting burnt out. It means you're aware that you are not going to do anything because you can't help somebody get out of their misery but that they are a loved one. And that what do you do when you have a loved one who's upset? Are you going to selfishly continue to just be in your mirror neurons? Or are you gonna to learn to use your ventral vagal nerve, be in your prefrontal cortex and say, I'm not gonna be able to do anything except for wish that this person feels better. I am a differentiated self, I am a body, they are a body. I'm picking up on actually what is their nervous system right now. And instead of pouting about it like a little adaptive child, because you are one too until you're not, I'm going to ask myself, what kind of a friend am I to actually contemplate and be upset and feel like whatever it is. So some people, oh, my friend, da, 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 da. Oh, I'm going to study them now because I'm studying all the people in the face of this planet. None of these are equations of you treating a human being like a treating a human being. You're objectifying a human being. They're a person you know. They're a loved one. And you're complaining like a two-year-old because of the emotional stuff. So there are those who will only be in that energy. And you considering that a waste of time equates you actually considering a human being that you care for a waste of time, which makes that emotional self-centeredness something clear which is not a good or bad thing as i stated your nervous system you can move it into your ventral vagal the minute you start complaining in your brain or you can say adaptive child but you are no different than the person in front of you fyi and furthermore what it is is you're in your mirror neurons you did not differentiate yourself and you did not put yourself in a minute of saying of course i'm not in their shoes i don't have to feel shitty like this i can give them a hug wish them the best Moving into compassion is what allows people to stay. And then 
if you really don't want to sit there all the time, what you just say is, hey, you know, I have to go right now. We'll talk about it some more tomorrow, but talk about it, not say tomorrow and then not. If somebody's upset, they're upset. The people who live misery and they want company, we all have those of those walks of life. This is the point. If you're in your self-empowered state, then you would not be discriminating any of those loved ones and saying who you're going to spend time to and who you're not. You would be using your loved one's family training ground beyond that for 5D because they ain't training ground. It's called you growing the F up emotionally and mentally. You, the one who's tuning in to 5DC. So while others don't tune in to 5D anythings and they don't care about becoming ventral vagal state, somatic empath, I mean here. There are people who do it as a job. They literally think that if you're in your ventral vagal state all the time, it means what? You're on all the time. So they actually treat their ventral vagal state and somatic empathy as a job because it is their job. But they could be this human all the time, uh, except for, excuse me, they think that they're saving people versus they're supporting some human being who's upset. You're not saving anyone and you're not doing anything. It's not a... I mean, if it's a job, they're paying you again, but a human being's life is not a job. You're actually doing what is in our natural mammalian heritage. It's just not everybody gets to move into 5DC-ness and or enlightenment soul age group for that matter and or their pure consciousness because they choose to pout about things like this and call their friends energy vampires or test subjects or dark auras or something like that. Oh, oh, karmics. Canceling, cutting cords. Oh, let's, do we want to go anymore? So, the people who do that are not their own Zen masters. 5D people are Zen masters of themselves, and therefore they're not definitely turning away. They're figuring out to use their prefrontal cortex, or they've learned already. So, functional adults can decide how to handle that time and how to engage with those loved ones who do consistently come in and out with misery in the forefront. They have made their commitment to that soul aid troop and to that modality. It's not your modality, it's their modality. And in fact, they will tend to want to be around people that feel the same way they do, which is why they most likely will not seek you out because you don't have misery. You don't have drama. And unless they can pick on some topic that is still, you know, in a charge state, which won't have anything to do, though, with whatever they're going through. So that's the part of where when people actually ask how you're doing, stuff like that, here's where we can see those little wiggle rooms or just interactions between people that can trigger uh, those aspects that are personal. As long as you're committed to becoming your own Zen master, that means that you'll tend to those emotions as they arise and that means you will not use them with your loved ones. You will try to talk and direct whatever attention to the area at hand. So people who are going through a major transformation, the ones who will pick wisdom or at least have an opportunity to move into wisdom, they are going to be more open and receptive to unconditional love. So they might not be engaging too much. As I was saying before, some people actually don't know how to handle emotions of others. And 
And, you know, it's very clear when that happens because they don't tend to ask you how you're doing in a way once they know that things have happened. So let's say I have a shitty, shitty day, right? Shitty, shitty, then there's that song. So if I have a shitty day and I've shared something along those lines, a person who will be able to handle and be interested will actually ask how you're doing. This doesn't mean they actively do something about it because, you know, this is where between saying and doing requires a person to be action-oriented, but before they can be action-oriented consistently would mean that they have to be so for themselves. So if a person has addictive behaviors that are maladaptive responses to their unresolved trauma, they don't tend to their adaptive child and the unresolved trauma, and they just do the habits. We all know that they're not going to boost their energy up. So your body, your mind, your heart, your brain, uh, it all matters. And so if you're sleeping well, eating well, not excessively anything, and the people around you, they actually can support you to learn how to master your mental, emotional, the energy body. And that's only if you put in the ventral vagal state and move into a state of compassion beyond a reason and become that Zen master who says to everybody, forgive, and therefore you're not about forgiving. It's about, I'm going to be here. And I will be here whenever I have that time because there's only 24 hours in the first place. You learn how to engage with Krishna Lila. And also for my lovely oversoul, any of you who are 5D and mystics at that with the Enlightenment Soul Age Group, you already know who the people are that are expanding. We always perceive the ones who have not made up their mind yet. The ones who have made up their mind, they also are around, but they've decided they're victims of life. And they've tainted their picture. And they've made sure that um, you know of the picture that they've painted. They're the ones who let you in on their sob story, and that's why there's nothing we can do because they have committed to the story and are sticking to it. The ones who transform, it is something that leads them to walk away from everything that doesn't serve their emotional and mental expansion. So they walk away from the idea of what independence means for others. They walk towards their self and become differentiated, which enables them to disengage from feeling ashamed or regretful or at fault, whatever it is that this year they have cleared away of old and that will have been that karma wheel so the ones who move into wisdom they have moved out of and or are clearing they're finishing to clear up the karma wheel from their family of origin so this is the uh, clearing away of ancestral and for every person that is it's different their next step will be decided by them 
and that will only be a, it's a day-by-day -day process so the first part of this is where they have awakened to the next part of their light body's journey and of their journey and that would be you as well if you have clairs it means you're expanding your clairs and the well-being of all people around you is of interest to you so you're not isolating to stay away from your lovely loved ones you are in hermit mode and you're actually clearly noticing the key that will unlock your next steps and you see through the trickery and you see through the illusion again of what was given to you as you grew up and then this energy that you find yourself leaving away leaving alone putting to the side and it isn't about the old not being there when you expand in a way that you're participating it's a conscious choice you handle the aspect of your higher self and you becoming one so you handle acknowledging i'm here to stand up for me i'm here and i can unconditionally love me i'm here and i can move into what i want to move into it has nothing to do with having partners or a partner or money not money this is all based on how you feel about yourself the ascension energies affect how you feel about yourself from your mental and energetic which is the emotional plane it's the emotional plane it's because it's your limbic system if you're in rumination that's a biochemistry of fear you're not in your ventral vagal state and you're not in your prefrontal cortex you're not doing inner growth i've heard people use the word test subjects before i'm going to test i'm going to study i'm going to analyze i'm going to you know make it fun to figure out where the evil is at in the world i'm going to make it fun to figure out where the conspiracy is at in the world these are all people who live a life of delusion distortion it doesn't matter if they believe they're it, it, i'm going to break it down this way i've had conversations about this whole idea of where we're headed and the loved ones that i get to engage with luckily we're all very much okay with us being apples and oranges so we are respectful and we we share because we care we want to have the exchange and so and i'm being pointed but you know this is happening this is happening and they're giving me their line of data and i say i see what you're saying and sometimes it gets really sad but the point is we talk about it we clear it out and when it's being presented the aspect to me is clear that this is the way they perceive reality because they have an idea of how instead the world should be and that idea is based on their own societal political religious and a lot of other background the human elements so they are expressing their perception their relationship to it's not a substance in this case to the external world and so they actually the people who stay within their group realm that's why they say people today manipulate words they change words they do that the, every psychologist i've learned from so far has told me that all of us use manipulation because otherwise we wouldn't be able to communicate this is where creatorship and motivators <laughs> 
excuse me, I was thinking of another word, but people who complain about the dictionary updating. I'm like, I was a teenager or a young adult the last time I actually had an argument, quote unquote, a little discussion where somebody said this is ridiculous. And I said, you know what, you're right. <laughs> Adaptive children are the only ones who want to put their feet down and they have a group. And then they just stick to that story. And we're okay with it because we get it that it's what is going to happen for them. It's not what's going to happen for us because we don't see the same truth. We don't see the same reality. So these words mean something. People just don't understand what they mean because they don't actually take a minute to understand that a person is building data from external sources and you don't have to blame social media. Even without it, they would have been doing the same thing because these are group mentalities. The 3D, 4D is a mentality that comes from the, the past. It's history. Metaphysics as a terrorism, they all talk about ancients all the time, unless they're in 5D. And when I hear a neuroscientist telling in a, an article, oh, they should listen to the ancients, and I had just seen Patrick McNamara state how our self is actually located in the executive decision-maker area, I'm thinking, wow, it's like with the mirror neurons. I got one person who says, not all of my colleagues believe in mirror neurons. I do, here's why, here's the sources where I found it. You can go check it out too, and they're still building their data. The person and others who are, ah, if they ain't true, that one, there's correcting that. Well, they're still not disproven or proven. But in my book, they're not a thing. And so already that's a different way of taking a look. But it took a minute or two or more before it's like, okay, wait a minute. For me, these are not accurate. But I do have colleagues that are looking into it. The ones who are no good are the ones who say, ah, emotions are stupid. Compassion is stupid. All of the mirror neuron stuff, stupid. They're just making up words now. Oh, they're using biology. It's stupid. So this word stupid gets used a lot. The brain's falling out of the brain. Okay, sure. If my skull's not actually physically open, it's a figure of speech and it ain't happening. It's just you can't follow me. That's okay. You don't have to. I can be stupid. <laughs> we're okay with being stupid all the time. At least we're not dissipating and dying in complacency and actually thinking. We know everything. Oh, my gosh, what a boring world when people know everything. In fact, that's why they think enlightenment is boring. Little do they know it's not. Uh, but that's only because uh, they don't know infinite higher human consciousness potential. So the part about how self-transformation has to go down, it really is a choice. Um, it's a choice from the heart and mind. So open and receptive to unconditional love is one step forward with your flaws and perfections and so with others but the other component is awareness and acknowledgement of what you're actively doing so of self and not with shame it has to be with compassion or at least if anything equanimity to begin with once you can look at yourself with equanimity you're not tricking yourself and so in isolation in that hermit mode you can enlighten to become aware that you are dealing with the ability to choose yourself and to move out of the idea that you have to end up some, in some way, in some space that has been told to you. So again, you're moving into complete differentiation of the self. That is where we're at right now for a group of you. And that's why your next steps are physical mastery. You finishing up right now as this portal comes in, the awareness of your emotional plane and what you want to do and 
if clarity comes forth and therefore your wisdom, you move into awareness that you're not going to give up on your dreams and live a life of, I gave up on my dreams because, now you're going to say, yeah, you know what, my dreams, what are they? Let me go figure out how to keep moving forward with whatever it is I want to build. Uh, independence to me looks uh, like this, 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 and this. I don't think of it in the X, Y, Z, D, E, F, G way, and I'm not going to be isolated by myself. I want to be with my people, my community, whatever it is that there's a decision that has been made. And so again, you walk away from the illusion that independence must mean that you have to work a certain way or be a certain way, and you realize that the truth of life is that you build what you feel is worthy to build with the people that love you, and obviously respecting, again, system, laws, all that stuff, and you move into allowing yourself to find how to keep your own mind, your own heart, your own body interested in the moving forward with equanimity, it's very fun, by the way, to be in equanimity because you do notice likes and dislikes quite easily. So you notice how to work with your own body. And that is something with the people that love you and the people who accept you and vice versa. You get to have very nice, amazing conversations and those conversations lead you to even more food for thought. The people who don't move into their expansion, they settle into their actual story. And so if, let's say, they think they'll never make it and people are always going to be the same, they are right now accepting that truth. The ones who are going to keep on moving into new areas because they actually have a bit of dismantling that has taken place. Well, the ones who expand are going to grow something from a place of healing. The ones who don't expand, they're going to face um, another round, another round of ability to check out if they do want to bring themselves to life and that would mean something very very simple i love this song i don't know if you guys can hear it besame mucho um if life gives you another chance i told these words to somebody they were actually about to physically die and they were ashamed and embarrassed about things this is a very important relationship and more and i said are you stupid or what you always say you're so smart. What are, you, what are you doing? What are you talking about? Why would you be ashamed? What, what, there's nothing to be ashamed of. We all make mistakes. We all have stuff happen in life. This is normal. It's okay. Don't throw your life away. Don't you see you've been gifted an opportunity? Don't you see what is this opportunity? I spelled out to them the opportunity. I said, don't be stupid and stop because you're loved. So... The people who are in this position, they're not going to wait anymore. They're not, not even one second. I've, I've been repeating this message to my lovely listeners. You've heard it already. So this is where I've already said it more than once, which means some people, they're not wanting to choose their life. They're still in the middle. The un, uh, 
unbeautiful thing about deciding to cop out is that people make up excuses. Oh, I'm undecided. Oh, I can't keep promises. Oh, I, I like to live my life like this. I don't like to ever make any decisions. I don't have anyone in my life. Nope, nope. I'm undecided forever. This is a very easy way for a person to not have to choose anything. And they don't acknowledge that they're choosing fear. They're choosing avoidance. And it's not better than fear because the reality is you're not doing anything. You're just sitting and standing in a stagnant energy, which is going to get very boring and it's going to be very repetitive. And that's why people don't find any uh, interest. But the ones who are awakened, so they're not going to sit in the middle. They're going to sprint up the minute that they're like, shit, I've been using this random excuse to just sit here. I'm not going to do this anymore. You have 24 hours and there are people that you love in life. There's always people that you love in life. You know, here, wisdom, lovely, lovely T1. And, you know, it's very fascinating since they committed to their story. Um, as they pointed out, I forget what we were talking about, and it was so long ago, but it was something along the lines of uh, only people who choose to be alone actually will be alone. It's because usually you can always have somebody around you. So if you're alone alone, it's because you've wanted it. And the unfortunate part is that those who do not dissolve their defectiveness, shame button, that's what they do. They withdraw. They withdraw, and it's not just complacency. They isolate, and they don't isolate because of anything positive. This is the sad part. So the ones who isolate in a delusional land, we have some of those. They don't isolate. They just end up finding a group to isolate with uh, because the reality is no person, unless they become a complete hermit, which when you go and look at them from a mental health perspective, they're not in the most optimal emotionally or mentally. So they've committed to, I can't be around pe the, the, the idea. It's not something beautiful at all. Long story short, though, most people don't do that, is what I was trying to say. So sitting in the middle isn't going to be satisfactory. At some point or another, sitting in the middle stagnates, and that's pure and straightforward. So a person just sits there and regrets the rest of their life. And that can happen 30, 40, 50, doesn't matter. If a person sits, regret can become your identity. Being a person who identifies with your biggest mistake can become your identity, and that's the dark sides of neuroplasticity. And as the ubiquitous uh, suffering person mentioned, he's a psychologist. Those who have this type of suffering, he knows of it. He would seek out people that would shit and shit on him, meaning they could crap on him and make him feel that it, was, it would be okay if he took his life. So this person didn't, and now they're trying to help people that go through this type of suffering. But he, he, he made it clear. He said, as I was going through this, if I wanted to feel like shit about myself so that I could maybe get, get the courage, I knew exactly who to go to and how to ensure that that conversation would go the way I wanted it to go. And that's the strategic mind of an unfortunate person who has a defectiveness, heartbreak, gut wrench. It's a, not a fun thing to, to, and you should not treat any human being as a test subject. It's not nice. And when people use these words, it's an indication of a lot more that they don't have any awareness of their own self. We're all people. In fact, that's why you're not a spirituality process in a human experience. Your spirituality, you're human. 
Spirituality can be if you are that. You might not be it. Maybe you're just energy and consciousness. So the words you use, they don't actually identify who you are if you're in 5D. You are your name. You are a person. And you do growth if you're doing growth. You do healing of your own unresolved trauma when you're sharing with people, when you're doing good somatic sensory motor therapy or yoga or whatever it is that you've come to know works to help you expand your window of tolerance. You're around people. You're with people. You're building mindful relationships. You're building mindfulness and mindset within you. You understand what it means to be a grown-up. So 5D is the grown-up land because it's integrated minds, restorative embodied selves, and it's people who forgive because the past won't change. We know this. It's already happened. And we know that none of us are any great mistake. We all are people who don't know everything. And a lot of people don't know that addictive behaviors are maladaptive responses slash safety behavior responses to unresolved trauma, which means abuse, neglect, it means insecure attachment styles. It means disconnected, preoccupied, fearful, avoidant. It means a non-secure attachment category, avoidant, ambivalent, or disorganized attachment category, which has a subset of uh, secure, avoidant, ambivalent. These are important to note. These are people whose nervous system doesn't do ventral vagal. It does fight, flight, freeze. Attach, cry for help, collapse, submit, please appease. That's your reptilian nervous system response, not your mammalian one. It's not reptilians, aliens. It's your nervous system response, and it's called reptilian because when we were not able to be in a community, we'd have to only be able to fight or flight because animals would kill us. The way that the evolutionary psychology people talk about our nervous system and the polyvagal theory doctor, I have to finish my course on that one, Stephen Porges. So our mammalian developed once we were gatherers because we now started to have a community and we could hug each other and be around each other and, you know, protect each other. We also learned to ignore our own instincts because some people learned how to pick the right fruit. I'm sure it wasn't by knowing they did process of, oh, shit, they ate that thing. Oh, my gosh, every time they ate that thing, they died. I'm just saying, you know, some people like the stories of the aliens came. In the meantime, we have people who talk about our actual lineage. So why are you using time in places that are storyland versus what tells you about you being a human? So again, the self-empowered person knows a thing or two about using left and right. 5D for sure, we're pure consciousness, uncontrolled love. It's Christ consciousness because Jesus stands as a human being who walked with the people and said, forgive them for they do not know. This means be compassionate beyond a reason because those who have defectiveness, shame cycles, don't know any better and they're in a distorted ego, Maya land, which they don't know even if they're in 4D. Because the minute you call a person your test subject is the minute that you are definitely not in a place called love treating people as if you need to study them and thinking that evil does exist. Evil, when you look at it, is a shame cycle without a good therapist. It's a brain structure that needs a good therapist. It's somebody who has a body and a brain that's embodied and has an infancy as their beginning. And you don't know anything about that unless you do. And I personally do. The fetus, the last three months, it's affected if the parent is in a dysregulated environment and situation. That nervous system is not in ventral vagal. The dysfunctional patterns that a person can move out of is a work of out of hell because of the unresolved trauma that remains stored within the tissues, the muscles, the bones, the brain of you also. It works to try and bring you to integration and so it tries during REM sleep to get that trauma memory to become normal memory and be put in the hippocampus. 
your body and your brain continue to try to heal it, your you. <coughs> so this is where 5D, compassion, lifelines, that's it. Nobody abandons ship. Nobody calls a compulsive thief, a compulsive thief, or a disciple or a non-disciple, any of that. The Zen masters, we are functional adults. Love language, forgiveness, not because people need forgiving, because the past is happened, nothing's going to change except for if you have love language to communicate, and that would be wisdom. That's not fault, blame, shame, or revenge. It's not pointing a finger at anyone. It's a, simply put, conversations, and you being a person. With a fuck you, fuck you, we're apples and oranges, and we hug it out, and there you go. That's adults. So... Adult relationships are fun. Krishna, Lila, Shiva, and Kali are there in the Enlightenment Soul Age group is where we always can head if we want to. Hope you enjoyed. Have a great day.